I remember when they told me there was nothing for me. No hopes to keep on dreaming, and I was way past 30. I sat in my room, and I began to cry. Then caught myself again, said I would upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Could never do it without my tribe. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Welcome to the Dr. D Inspire Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast, where we give you tools and tips to reach personal and professional goals. Dr. Alana DeGrasse, president of Turning on the Lights Global Institute, and I want to thank you for tuning in to this podcast. It takes courage to dream. It takes courage to dream. It takes courage to create a new vision. It takes courage to keep moving forward when everything is telling you that you should stop. It takes courage even when you get on one mountain to look through a valley and see that there's yet another one that you need to start climbing. How do you maintain courage as an entrepreneur? How do you maintain courage when you have the revenue dips? How do you maintain courage when you didn't get the contract? How do you maintain courage when you just need a break? I'm going to share this piece of poetry called Stories of Courage. It takes courage to leave the familiar. I was 16. I was walking down the street. I was walking in the city past broken beer bottles, past the cats calling me for attention, walking past the booming systems and at times yellow caution tape to avoid the urban tragedies before me. And I dreamed of becoming. I saw new glimpses at 19 as I learned about this idea of self-acceptance, and I just dreamed of becoming all that was not expected of me. You know, it's interesting how we yearn to become older or how we yearn to become something different when we're younger, because we've been watching shows of older people. We've seen our teachers. We've seen our parents. We've seen people be the bigger people. And it's so funny that when you're young, you remember just wanting to become a little older, a little taller, a little leaner uh, in another grade. And so it's always so interesting to think about that idea about becoming. Because truly, when I think of things becoming, I think of the butterfly. I think of how that butterfly was a caterpillar before it even began. So truly, if we are going to maintain our momentum, maintain our persistence and still have courage, well, there's courage also in failure. There's courage when things don't work out. It takes courage to not just say, I'm going to quit. Like I love watching a game when you can clearly see that one group has already usurped all the points and yet the losing team continues to play until the buzzer goes off, that is courage. And sometimes we look at leaders and people and we see them in their splendor and we see them you know, uh, on TV or we see them looking like they're winning all the time. 
But I kid you not, if you just watch the biographies of any Olympian, you will hear about how they had to persist through challenging times, through painful times. And it really does take courage to believe. It takes courage to envision something new. And I want to ask you this question. Here we are in 2023, January, February, March. Here we are in April. I can't believe it already. The fourth month of 2023. And the question is, how are you doing? How are you doing? How are you feeling? Are there areas that you wished were different? Do you need more clients? Are you wishing you charged more? I mean, until we are brutally honest with where we are right now, nothing in the next 30 days is going to change. So one of the best things we can do is to be brutally honest with ourselves. I know sometimes if I'm overwhelmed, I don't want to look at the numbers. I don't want to look at the things staring me in my face. But I know that in order for me to persist, even through the hurdles, I have to look at what makes me feel uncomfortable. And I just want you to know you are not alone. We've all been there. Even people who are already successful entrepreneurs, they also have moments of doubt and they also have moments of despair sometimes because sometimes they may be at the top of the mountain and everyone's staring at them and they're trying to ask themselves, I don't know what's next for me in this chapter. So in, in every way, I want you to consider, look at where you are at. Don't compare yourself to other people. Ask yourself, if I look at what I'm doing and how I'm showing up, am I really, really giving myself true space? Because I want to tell you something. You can't just be in action mode every single day. You have to have moments where you say, you know what? I'm mentally tired. I'm physically tired. I've been training. I've been leading. I've been traveling. I've been speaking. And I need to give back to myself. I need to replenish. I need to be still. I need to be quiet. I need not to respond. I need to just use my team. I, I need to get still. Do you remember that song? Sing, sing a song. Sing out loud, sing out strong. And my favorite part, cause it doesn't matter if it's not good enough for anyone else to hear. So you have to get to that place where you truly believe that no matter how you're singing that goal forward, how you're dancing to that goal, how you're watch, walking or crawling to that goal, you've got to do it the way that only you can do it. You've got to still have joy. And I was telling my graduate students, you know, it's not always about revenue. If you don't have joy, it's going to be hard to sustain your strength to push forward. So I want to encourage you. Courage, as Dr. Martin Luther King mentioned, is not the inability to face fear. It's actually looking at fear and walking with it. Courage is when you just don't feel like you got it in you to go any step further, and yet you decide you're going to go anyway. And one of the things I love about being a business owner is every time I get back to the core of why I started, every time I sit into an Uber, 
every time I meet a graduate student, every time I meet a former corporate executive, every time I'm called to go speak at an institution or sit on a board or a panel, every time I sit there and I put myself with both feet in the midst of that conversation. And I want to say that's probably why I haven't gotten tired yet. Now, there are days I'm like, I need a break. But what always recharges me is looking at the faces of all the patrons I've had through the years and seeing their before and afters. Seeing them in the beginning saying, I just don't know what to do. Then finally guiding them to actually making some clear, clear decisions and seeing their face when they see the outcome. As I've said, this year I've had a great time working with many patrons from the Boston Central Library. And uh, this role that I was in was a role that I was commissioned to give sound advice and counsel based on, on my own entrepreneurship and just on my expertise in digital strategy um, and to give them advice on things like, you know, creating a business plan or thinking about a new marketing strategy or reimagining what their future could look like or looking at them in, in the workplace and figuring out how can they bootstrap their side hustle while they maintain leadership on the job front. There's so many different situations that we have found ourselves in. We can't act like we don't live in a gig economy. It's funny, though. Sometimes I'll talk to an entrepreneur and they'll think, oh, I'm just a small entrepreneur because I can't do my business full time. No, you're not. You are still finding solutions and you're able to go into a place that gives you the value for what you're doing in that company and so that you can invest in your dream. So I just want to encourage you to change your perspective. Change your perspective. And I always tell the story that there was a time when I first started my business. And this woman said to me, you know, I was trying to find opportunity and I was trying to speak in different places. And she basically told me in an email, you're nobody. You won't be able to speak here and you know, good luck. And I replied to her, I know that you think I'm, uh, you know, I'm not anyone of significance and I can understand that. But one day you will probably see me speaking or sharing my gifts with others. And um, I mentioned to her that I thought she was a gatekeeper. And, um, you know, sometimes you have to validate who you are, even when other people question you, because, you know, they may not know you, they may not have all the backstory of who you are. So all they're going to do is make an assumption. And maybe if you're trying to start a new business or you're trying to land a new client, maybe they're going to feel like, I don't know this person, so why should I trust you? And that, of course, is part of your strategy to make sure you go ahead and share the best part of what you do. Now, it's funny, you know, if you get an opportunity to go and speak someplace or you get an opportunity to share a workshop or to be highlighted, you cannot expect that the venue is going to market you all day. You have to have such exuberance for being there. You want to make sure that you are also showing your own courage of letting people know how excited you are that you're going to be presenting someplace. I think it's so funny when people say to me, well, I'm going to be at your event. I hope that you do all that you can to get as many people in the door for me. No, 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 no. That is not how that works. 
you really have to get to a place where you love what you do so much that sharing it, talking about it becomes so infectious that you feel like I get to do this. Those are the kinds of people I love collaborating with. Those are the kind of people that I love partnering with because they already know they've got to have their engine going. I can't come while my engine is being roared up to pull out the gas in my engine and go and recharge yours all the way, or I can't go to my destination. So you as an entrepreneur, have to find the inner resolve to build that intrinsic motivation to say, no matter what the opportunity is, I'm going to do my part. I'm going to show up. I'm going to make it easy for people to learn about my service. I'm going to make it easy for people to book time on my calendar. It's not the other way around. You can watch Jillian Michaels all day on The Biggest Loser, but until you put on the sneakers yourself and go running, you are not going to see the results that you are looking for. So I highly, highly want to encourage you to think about your courage muscles and how have you been developing those? Have you just stopped working on them? Have you said there aren't any opportunities out there? Have you just thrown in the towel? Well, I want to encourage you to get back up. Part of building your courage muscle is building your persistence, your ability to stay committed no matter what hurdles come your way. That's why we love watching basketball players. We love seeing them sweat and toil and maybe even fall and getting back up and still putting all their best into the game. And that's the same with entrepreneurship. There are going to be moments where you just say, oh, I'm just going to give up. I will never forget right in the beginning of the pandemic, right when the pandemic happened, one of my Client said to me, well, I know that I have uh, signed this contract and I'm going to, I was going to work with you, but now I need to take this check back and pay my employees. So, you know, at that time I thought, well, goodness, I'm a small business owner myself, but I knew that if I returned those funds to him so he could take care of his employees, that my company was going to be fine. And I do believe that. I believe that as an entrepreneur, if you serve your clients well, or if you are, if you act in authenticity, you know, things will come back to you in your business and you never know in all the different ways how that will show up. So I want to encourage you to build your courage muscles. And it might mean that in order to build your courage muscles, you're going to have to be around people that are positive. (laughs) You know, we really are some total of the people that we've been hanging around. So who are you hanging around? I would say in order to build those courage muscles, you want to listen to things like this podcast. You want to read books. You want to make new affirmations. You want to sit down and listen to things that make you feel uncomfortable. You want to look at your financial numbers. You want to look at your projections. You want to look at how many people have you been talking to on a daily basis. You want to look at how many events have you planned. And you want to look at those things and really then measure where do you really want to spend the time? And if you felt like you fell off this quarter so far, I want to give you permission to start over. So I want to thank you for being a part of my tribe. This podcast is brought to you by Turning on the Lights Global Institute, where we help you to reach personal and professional goals. Make sure you subscribe to toldyspark.com today. This is brought to you by Turning on the Lights Global Institute, where we help you to reach personal and professional goals. To learn more about our programs, visit us at toldyspark.com.